for the week of September 20th, 2020. This is Mojo Weekly. I'm John. What strength. Don't forget there are many guys like you all over the world. It's me. It's you, Josh. <laughs> and here's your news, Josh. Here it was. It was the big one. It was the uh, the PlayStation 5 launch announcement. Uh, oh, did you... Did that happen? <laughs> Look oh. at you. You're so you're so clever. <laughs> um, so they, we've got a bunch of that stuff to talk about, so let's just get right to it. The PlayStation 5 disc version will be $4.99 in the United States, and the discless digital version will be $3.99 in the United States. What do you think of those prices? Do they actually announce it as discless? I'm just curious because <laughs> I'm thinking i'm curious if people would go you know full-on ps5 or discless that's right um <laughs> you going discless this christmas <laughs> i'm going full-on disc nice <laughs> big nice. i think i think the discless xbox series x sounds like a better deal for a hundred dollars less yeah but you know um uh, i i guess it's really funny because the only big surprise that came out of anyone's announcements as far as prices is that two ninety nine Xbox Series X or the Series S, I should call it. Yeah, um, that's the only big surprise. Otherwise, that four ninety nine, well, yeah, three ninety nine, four ninety nine price mark sounded just about right on target with what most people were talking. So yeah, cool, cool stuff. So, like you said, the PS5 will be the same price as the Series X, while the digital only will be 400 bucks. The Series S is only 300 bucks, but it's also specced a bit lower than the Series X, while the all-digital PS5 seems to be uh, entirely the same as the regular PS5, just without the optical drive. Both versions of the next-gen console will uh, be out on November 12th. Uh, the PS5, uh, in places like the United States, Japan, and Canada, and November 19th for the rest of the world. So, November is going to be crazy. Uh, mm -hmm. About a week and a half prior to Black Friday, dude, it's going to be nuts. It sure nuts. is. It'll be crazier than Sonic Tuesday was. Back in the day. <laughs> it will indeed. So they also announced a bunch of other stuff. Uh, prior to, you know, I kind of, I kind of, you know, led with the big news, um, but uh, they kind of led up to that with a bunch of other stuff. The first thing they announced was Final Fantasy 16 is in development, and it is a PlayStation 5 console exclusive. It's also coming out on the PC, and uh, apparently the footage they showed was running on a PC, so who the fuck knows when this thing's ever going to come out. Um, right. So they revealed the game. With a trailer that showed both store play, story and store play, uh, both story and a bit of gameplay, and it looks like a bit of a return to the more traditional medieval roots, rather than the more modern and fantastical settings of games like Final Fantasy XV. What do you think of that trailer? Did you see it? I did see it. Um, I, I'm, I'm impressed. Uh, it looks like the uh, you know fantasy settings of the Final Fantasy world had great, uh, amazing. Uh, intense sex with skyrim and said here let's just uh make something look like what bethesda does and it's like what oh cool and let's add those uh big elemental monsters oh what cool even cooler <laughs> let's just keep it going and i don't know um i like the way it looks um am i pissed or anything the, the fact that they are kind of going back to their roots with the the fantasy setting absolutely not i think it's very cool to see that We'll see where the characters go and how it develops. Uh, I'm I'm pretty stoked though. A new Final Fantasy is always a pretty big, um, you know, epic moment. So, 
yeah. fact that one of those is coming out on next-gen consoles. I was glad to see that it's a Final Fantasy exclusive, I'm sorry, a PlayStation 5 exclusive, rather than saying some bullshit like, oh, on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, you know, it's just, yeah. just PS5, which and, and We'll have plenty might, of those. We'll yeah, have plenty yeah. of those in the, in the coming announcements it, it, here. It might only be uh, a timed exclusive, though, because they did make that asterisk on the bottom yeah. of that screen. So who knows if there might be a bigger, better, more powerful version of the special edition coming out on both, you know, the Xbox Series X and the PS5. But for now, it's cool. I'm glad that it's happening. You know, what What? What I'm excited by is I, I've, I've never been like a Final Fantasy super fan. I've enjoyed them all right. Um, but I have played like the Final Fantasy VII remake and um final fantasy 14 a realm reborn uh the online game is probably the best the best final fantasy game i've ever played um and this and and this this looks a lot like that as far not as far as like gameplay but as far as like the setting and 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 i'm pretty i'm pretty jacked about that uh, <laughs> next Next up, uh, they showed a bit more of Spider-Man Miles Morales. We got our first look at gameplay. And uh, uh, so the Miles Morales take on Spider-Man has some flashy new powers, but otherwise it appears to be pretty similar to its predecessor. Um, not in, uh, So it's also uh, coming to PS4, which was an interesting announcement. Um, and it... it, it Yep, and it will be a PS5 launch game and cost $50. So that's kind of what I expected. I expected this to be like an Uncharted Lost Legacy type side story thing where it uses like the same engine and, you know, probably a lot of the same assets, but, um, you know, it was a bit of a smaller game. So uh, 50 bucks, I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, so uh, next up, Hogwarts Lost Legacy, a new Harry Potter game coming in 2021. Uh, it's a, it's an RPG. Uh, it's been rumored for some time, and it looks like it will let players live out their long-held wizarding fantasies by enrolling in Hogwarts, taking classes, and maybe doing homework. I don't know. Uh, it's also coming to all current and next-gen consoles and PC. That's crazy. Um, it's a, lot of, a lot of people that are into the Hogwarts universe are going to be wetting them totally uh then they showed fucking call of duty black ops cold war um you know whatever the only that that game looked gorgeous but call of duty games do nothing for me the only part of this game part of this trailer that looked cool to me was when he was driving the remote control car around i was like hey rc pro am i'll play that yeah right (laughs) uh next up village resident evil which you know basically resident evil 8 um showed a cool cool trailer uh, and it's uh, coming out in 2021, supposedly. Yeah, that's the point when you get to the Roman numerals that are before 9 and after 5, where I have to kind of squint and take a second look. And the fact that they decided to add it to the word village, <laughs> it's, it's the V, and then oh, I'm doing like hand gestures like anybody can see me, but it's a V and then three eyes after it, for those that are wondering. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, so Josh, like, Josh, you just gave everybody a lesson in Roman numerals. You're welcome. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, there. Um, I loved uh, Biohazard at Resident Evil Seven. Yeah. Totally. They, they very, um, you know, creatively threw it in there. It was almost as cool as the Milwaukee Brewers logo. 
Not quite. I'll take your word for it. Uh, Deathloop. This game has always looked awesome uh, ever since they unveiled it a few months back. Um, it's a PS5 console exclusive, and uh, it is coming out in 2021. Uh, next up, uh, this was a bit of a surprise. Uh, Devil May Cry 5 is getting a yep. special edition, uh, which will be available digitally uh, when the PS5 launches. I mean, that game looked gorgeous to begin with. Um, I guess, you know, they're going to slap an extra layer of ps5 sauce on it and call it a release um next up uh demon souls remastered uh so demon souls will indeed be a ps5 launch game and will be exclusive to the console uh despite the confusion of the trailer and whatnot uh they clarified later supposedly it'll be an exclusive the bad news is it's going to be 70 dollars um, and, uh, we have, uh, we have discovered now that, uh, standard pricing for next gen games, uh, seems to be for like the AAA titles seems to be 70 bucks. Yep. Um, next up, they rolled out, uh, the PlayStation plus collection, which is basically just a bunch of PS4 console exclusives. Um, so this is all, uh, you, you've got God of War, Last of Us Remastered, Bloodborne, Final Fantasy XV, Mortal Kombat X, Until Dawn, uh, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us Remastered, Persona 5, uh, the aforementioned Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, Detroit Become Human, and more will be available on PS5 at launch for free to paying PS Plus subscribers. So if you missed any of those games last gen, now's your chance. I missed literally every single one of them. So, <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. Well, there you, you go. Know, and that's the thing, though, is uh, I have kind of talked about this before. PlayStation 4 is a relatively new thing to me. I kind of missed out on most of the PS4 and the PS3 generations just because there was, you know, in my opinion, better options out there for other gaming stuff. Um, but yeah, this, so this is awesome for me. Uh, not yeah. That I'm gonna get the, not that I'm getting your, uh, your pop collar console this Christmas or anything, but that's pretty cool for everybody else. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, they showed a logo for God of War Ragnarok, which will... I had no idea what that was. I saw Ragnarok and I'm like, oh, did they get exclusive four? Four? <laughs> you know, because they got Spider-Man now, maybe they do a Thor game or something like that. But no, it's, it's God of War, which is pretty cool. That's neat. Um, There's no, unless you were like in the know, I mean, which mm -hmm. I'm totally not. I did not know what that meant. It was just like this big thing, the epic music and the little circle and it said Ragnarok. And I was like, ooh, that's going to be cool. And then later on, people are commenting, saying like, oh, a new God of War. And I'm like, oh, even even cooler. All right. Sweet. Yeah. the uh, I've, I've never been like a huge God of War fan. Like the very first PS2 game I enjoyed enough, but then I didn't play it again until the most recent PS4 game. And I, w I didn't buy it at launch. I think I maybe borrowed it from somebody or I got it on a steep discount and I started playing it and I was like, this game's freaking amazing. Like it's really good. Yeah, so the new one's excellent. The new one's uh, I agree with you. The, the first one that came on the PS2 when God of War was released, that was such a great game, but I had actually played the new Rygar, the 3d Rygar <laughs> yeah. prior to that. And it, honestly, they're pretty similar. It's like they took Rygar and just said, Ooh, let's, let's make some pretty graphics and make this look, even more badass with blood and violence and sex and everything. And it's like, ooh, Rygar 2, the God of War. I love it. <laughs> nice. So uh, here are the launch titles that have been confirmed for the PS5. Um, so uh, Astro's Playroom will come preloaded on every PS5. Um, 
Sackboy, A Big Adventure, uh, will also uh, be available for, I believe, 40 bucks. And it look, that, that game looks to me like uh, Super Mario World, or Super Mario 3D World uh, starring Sackboy, which, which is cool to me. I'm all about that. Um, my kid wants it, so he's got some cash saved up, saved up and he's already pre-ordered it. Nice. Uh, Destruction All-Stars, which kind of looks like a pretty neat, uh, you know, vehicular combat game. Uh, that'll be out there. Uh, the uh, We mentioned Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, which will be uh, digital only. Um, Spider-Man, Miles Morales will be there. Uh, Demon Souls, the remake from Blue Point Studios will be there. Godfall, which doesn't look appealing at all to me, but, you know, to each their own. Uh, the aforementioned PS Plus collection for all you uh, folks who missed out on those PS4 games. Um, Marvel's Avengers is getting a launch upgrade uh, for PS5, as is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, and then, uh, you know, fucking Fortnite, who cares? Um, anyway, uh, so here, here's something interesting. So Sony announced at the end of it, they said, you know, pre-orders will be available starting tomorrow at select retailers. And then all of a sudden, boom, they're just available online that night. And it was pandemonium. Like every retailer involved, like their websites crashed. Uh, it, it was sold out instantly everywhere. Uh, it, it was nuts. It was like, it was, it, it was, it was nuts. And not at all, not at all what I, I'm guessing Sony uh, anticipated or wanted because it was not a good look, man. It was definitely not a good look. Yeah, I heard that uh, some websites were basically sold out within seconds. Uh, Walmart.com was crushed, and uh, man, Amazon was just all under, and the website wasn't working very well. I even got a weird text from Amazon. <laughs> yeah. It didn't say anything about the PlayStation 5, but it said there was an issue, and if you have any problems, and I'm like, I didn't even try logging on. <laughs> yep. Um, I managed to get one via Amazon. Um, and, uh, so Sony, remember a couple weeks ago, uh, Sony put out an email to, or put out a notification to all their PlayStation plus subscribers saying, Hey, if you want a PlayStation five, uh, you can, you know, sign up here or whatever, and be amongst the first pre-order. And those pre-orders were supposed to go live, um, on the 18th. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so that was, you know, two days after the event. And by all accounts, so this that that thing uh, happened on on Friday. Uh, the Sony's uh, PlayStation uh, uh, Plus subscribers, and uh, Dave managed to get one. Phil managed to get one. It sounded like it went relatively smoothly. Like they put you in an online queue, and they said, "Okay, here's where you are in line. You've got you know 45 minutes approximately to wait." And uh, Dave, Dave waited. He got his. It sounded like Phil had a couple hitches with his situation. He had to like get back in line a few times, but he managed to get his. So, man, uh, I, I can imagine though that the whole retailer pandemonium uh, was not at all what Sony expected. So, uh, in order to kind of uh, present a better look, uh, Microsoft announced that starting at 8 a.m. Pacific, uh, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern, and 10 a.m. Central on September 22nd, uh, folks will have a chance at pre-ordering the Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S through various online retailers. Um, 
just a reminder, you know, they're launching for $499 and $299 respectively. So if you want to be, if you want to be there to get your uh, Series X or S, uh, get your ass online at like 9.30 central in the morning, you know, uh, just before, just before it goes live so you can watch all the websites crash again. It'll be great. Yeah, right. It's kind of funny because they announced the prices for the S and the X, you know, a week prior. Uh, yeah. I just assumed that they already started the pre-orders for them. I didn't even realize that it did happen. I assume the same amount of meh is going to be the response to that as I thought it was. So. We'll see. And then, you know, uh, the final bit of news I have, just so it's not all big guns, AAA kind of stuff, uh, M2 has announced the Alest collection for PS4 and Switch um, as the latest M2 Shot Triggers title. It'll launch on Christmas Eve in Japan for 6,800 yen and 4,500 yen via download. The physical edition includes a staff interview book. So the Alest collection, I thought you might be interested in this, uh, includes four titles, which is uh, Alest from uh, the Sega Mark III, GG Alest for the Game Gear, GG Alest II for the Game Gear, and Power Strike II uh, for the Sega Master System. And uh, that's apparently the first time it was released in Japan. Um, it'll support all sorts of M2 gadgets and options and whatnot. Details will be uh, released uh, at a later date. But here's something that, uh, that if you're wondering why the hell I'm talking about this. In addition to the standard edition, M2 will also release a limited edition bundle that includes a white Game Gear Micro. In <laughs> including the four games, uh, a, a white big window micro peripheral, a 32-page art book, and the staff interview book for 14,800 yen. Uh, no, uh, or sorry, more details will be announced on September 26th. So if you want to import this sucker, Josh, there you go. You got to do it. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty cool thing. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess of, of the Alest games, I was kind of hoping for more than the Master System and Game Gear versions, but it's a start. They can have yep. a volume two if this is successful. So exactly, exactly. So that's the news. You ready for the new releases, son? You better hit me up with some new releases. Mm. All right. So here's what we've got: uh, Hello Neighbor for Stadia, Thirteen Sentinels Aegis Rim for the PS4. Un unrailed for all consoles going under is it just me or do all these sound like uh like sex things you know unrailed going under <laughs> hello neighbor uh anyway uh all, neighbor. all consoles here's another one little big workshop for the xbox one oh this is nickname in high school <laughs> this is the dirtiest one of all roller coaster tycoon 3 complete edition for switch and pc uh, Serious Sam 4 for Stadia and PC. Very serious. Tears of Abia for Xbox One and PC. You say Tears of Labia? <laughs> that, that's exactly what I said. Uh, Tennis World Tour 2 for PS4, Xbox One, Switch and PC. Bullet Age for Switch and PC. Uh, here's one. Uh, Mafia Definitive Edition for, uh, PS4, Xbox, Stadia, and PC. I've always wanted to get into the Mafia games, but I never have never bothered to try one. They just I like those the setting. Those, uh, those are those like little uh, simulation games that they had on MySpace back in the day. 
Mafia Wars. Mafia Wars. Mafia Wars. No sales. No sales. All right. Uh, Port Royale 4 for uh, PS4, Xbox, and PC. And finally, Troll Hunters, Defender of Arcadia for all consoles. Nice. Get me, break me off a piece of that Troll Hunters. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> All right, Josh. So we're going to do something a little different. Uh, you're going to surprise me with the game spotlight. I, I, I told you to think of one, but I told you not to tell me what it is, and we'll just, we'll just roll with it. Well, I thought a little bit of a hint that I told you. I want to talk about the king of all entry-level RPGs. I want to talk, and since a good chunk of what we talked about earlier was about Final Fantasy 16, I figured we could talk about Final Fantasy Mystic on the Super Famicom and Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Wow, okay. Yeah, I know, right? Mystic Quest, why? Well, one, first off, if you don't know what Mystic Quest is, I would I would definitely recommend everyone check it out. It's a dumb little RPG with a little bit of action RPG elements and some in- incredibly simplistic battle elements. But it has the absolute best boss music and the best battle music I've ever heard in an RPG before. The remixes and the remasterings and the metal remixes and covers of that on YouTube are freaking legendary and everyone should check them out. But I was looking at this. This is interesting. This is the first Final Fantasy game, actually the only Final Fantasy that ever came out in the U.S. before it came out in Japan. I just happened to be reading up on a little bit on this, and it actually came out in October of 92 in the U.S. by Square. And they waited all the way until a year later in September to bring it out in Japan. And they actually called it Final Fantasy USA Mystic Quest because the game was dumbed down so much to try to be a type of entry-level RPG. Yeah. Um, I think that overall, it's like a six-hour RPG. Um, it's not anything too taxing, and it's not even really that impressive. The graphics are very old-school-looking. Could have been done on literally any game console. Could have maybe even been done on the NES. But I don't know if I'm breaking up or not. Tell me if I am. No, you're good. But Okay, but the game is all in all a very, very fun RPG. I think it's really cool. The characters you meet, you you kind of get every single one of those RPG tropes and all of those like scenarios that happen. They all happen in Mystic Quest, and, it's, and, it, and it works as a good way to kind of be a tutorial on what to expect when you start to play more RPGs. You're thinking to yourself, man, there's this big bad boss, and I'm too weak to be able to beat him. So you can go to an arena and you can level up or you can go to town and find someone to join your party. It's all of these things that maybe not necessarily everyone knew right away trying to jump into those kind of RPGs that were big at the time. Fantasy Star could seem a little bit intimidating. Final Fantasy 2 and 3 at the time, you know, 4 and 6 could seem a little intimidating. Not to mention all the other very, very deep RPGs at the time, like things like Might and Magic or Ultima. God yeah, yeah, for games. sure. But uh, Mystic Quest, I think, is really cool. Um, it did it in, a, in an appropriate and smart way. Um, unlike things like Mario, where they did those, what is it, Mario's Missing and other edutainment-type games where they're trying to teach you certain things. I yeah. think Mystic Quest was a way to teach you how to play RPGs. And now, it wasn't the first RPG I had ever played because I had actually played some more complex ones prior to it. But I'm really, really glad that I took the time to play through Mystic Quest because it is a great introductory way to show people, like, Oh, you like Link to the Past? You like Zelda? Well, this, you can swing your sword and cut down trees and do kind of role-playing things or action RPG things. You can jump over bridges and you can jump over holes and stuff. And, and you got you kind of got to use elements of action RPG and strategy uh, battle RPG 
our turn-based RPG um, in both in this in this simplistic game. And I almost wish that Square would kind of revisit this. And I know you're thinking, oh my god, not another remastering. I don't want that. But I would love to see a full-on sequel that maybe takes it a little bit step further where it includes both action RPG elements and traditional turn-based RPG elements into the same thing where you can do things outside of the battles, um, different objectives, different puzzles, things like that, like pushing bricks to try to open up a, or get a key and open up a door while still getting into battles um, that have a lot of strategy involved in them in them as well. But um, yeah, the only th and I played through this game uh, multiple times. It's really weird. Um, there's like a lot of little things that I never even looked up when I looked up things on um, the fandom.com page for it. But yeah, it being released in the U.S. and Canada before um, you know Japan is pretty weird. And then also when it came to Europe, it was called Final Fantasy Mystic Quest Legend. Um, because they wanted to con connect it to what they called the Final F Final Fantasy Adventure game on the Game Boy. And you know what it was called when they came out with Final Fantasy Adventure in Europe? Legend? Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. Oh my god. It's so weird. <laughs> like, it's almost as confusing as, as Wonder Boy. Yeah, yeah. But it is. I, I don't know. I, that's what I want to talk about. It's It's been... Uh, literally 10 years almost to the day that anyone's really talked about Mystic Quest. And why do I say 10 years? Because that's when it came out in October of 2010 on the Nintendo Wii Virtual Console. So come on, it's 10 years. Let's it's time to bring <laughs> this back again. Let's figure out a way. It should just pop up on the Nintendo, like with the Nintendo.com or the Nintendo Yeah, the Nintendo Online. Online. Yeah, totally. Just do it. Come on, Square. Sign the, sign the fucking line. All right, I'll do, it. I'll do it. Everyone I'll do it. I'll put it down there. All right, Josh. John, you're doing it. All right. All right. It's time for your last question. You ready? <sighs> da, 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 da. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. We've got consoles launching. Two of them. Jesus. Yeah. You you are not going to purchase either. Most definitely not. Yeah. All right. Well, at least not at launch. Well, there is there is something coming this holiday season that I am looking into. But, okay. All right. All right. Uh, who are you two, right? Uh, Oculus Rift 2, actually. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So has there been a console that you did not buy at launch that you regret not buying at launch? That, that after launch came and went, you're like, oh, shit, I should have gotten that. I'm going to run out and get it now is or as soon as I can. Any Anytime. 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 Okay, well, as a kid, as a kid, I regretted not saving the money for a Super Nintendo on launch, and I, I definitely remember the moment because um, one of my best friends and my cousins got Super Nintendos um, on launch in '91, holiday season '91, and I did not. I decided I loved my Nintendo. I loved all the games I had. I had probably almost 20 games at that point, and I asked for more Nintendo games for that Christmas. And when I went to friends' houses to play their Super Nintendos around that holiday, I looked at my stupid Nintendo games that I got for Christmas and just felt like a complete piece of shit. Like, why <laughs> did I ask for this crap? Why do I have this garbage when I could have gotten a Super Nintendo? Because they had F-Zero and Super Mario World and, and it, don't laugh, but Paperboy 2, which was awesome when I first saw it. <laughs> yeah. The music sounds was straight up from Seinfeld. I was like, what is that, a bass line? You know, it's like, oh my God. <laughs> listening to the blips and shits and my stupid nintendo games are like oh my god why did i ask for nintendo games so obviously super nintendo but um more recently um we went <laughs> we went in our house so we went with the xbox one 
I like the Xbox One. I've enjoyed it most of the time. It does collect a lot of dust. We wind up using it for a media box most of the time. Um, and now that I'm starting to finally see some of the stuff that I missed out on the PS4, uh, Street Fighter V, uh, lots of great games that we're playing on it right now, uh, just getting into things. I got Fire Pro Wrestling. God damn, is that fun. Um, playing online <laughs> with some friends and stuff. Oh my god, it's so cool. Uh, I definitely missed out on that, and I probably should have pushed harder for it, or at least gotten it um, well into its uh, life, instead of waiting until, like, I think we waited until the holiday of 2018, until I finally got a PS4 in my life, so... Yeah, uh, you know, there's, there's always, that's always going to happen. Um, there's some consoles I've gotten right on launch though, and yeah. I've always wound up just being kind of like, why did we do this? Like the Wii U, wow, so <laughs> glad I got that on day one. Yeah. Um, I, I was thinking about this question, and I, my first thought was the Super Nintendo as well. Like I didn't get that until I didn't get the Super Nintendo until probably maybe just a year before the N64 came out. Um, wow. Yeah, but you, but, you you're you're a special case though because you had a Turbo Graphic. Yeah, yeah. I did not uh, have that. I was NES, and that was my first real console, and then Super Nintendo, and then I got a Turbo when I finally got a job. Yeah. It was my first paycheck to get a Turbo, and that was mind blowing. Like totally blew me away, even more so. And and obviously I regret missing that, but I, we weren't. You know, my parents hated game consoles, so we just never got them. Right, and the the only other one I could think of is maybe the PS2, which I got. I probably it probably took me about a year to get it because I remember when the Grand Theft Auto like craze started, yeah. um, and yeah. uh, and and that's when I got it. Um, I got that and like a handful of other games, and I was like, "This thing's freaking great! Why didn't I get this sooner?" Um, because I, the and the only reason is I would I would have loved to have played Eco at launch. Um, I wound up not yeah. I wound up not playing Eco until a few years after launch. So, but that's the only thing I can think of. And with that, we are done. So, you can find more of our nonsense at mojomenace.com, where we have forums, mojomenace.com slash forums. Up in the top right-hand corner of our forums is a link to our Discord chat. So, you do not have to be a forums member to get into the chat. You just have to, you know, make the effort of going to our forums uh, and finding the link. Uh, and so, our Discord chat, where shit's going down all the time and lags posting sandwiches that would kill an elephant. Um, and, uh, uh, youtube.com slash Mojo Menace is where we post Mojo show, uh, on a fairly regular basis. So you should watch that and subscribe. And then on the social media, we are at Mojo Menace pretty much everywhere. Josh, where can they find you? Yeah, just to, just to say a suggestion here. It's really odd that you always leave out the pornhub.com forward slash Mojo Menace. I'm just saying it's pretty yeah. weird and unique things to see Sir Lag and another guys what they do on there anyway. sir, sir lag and stitch to having their circle jerk on uh pornhub yeah good stuff but you can always talk me talk me talk at me and uh continue the conversation um on the twitterverse i'm there at underscore joshua turbo don't forget the underscore as it is the most important underscore in all of the internet you know what's funny is i've been thinking about a new slogan you want to hear it yeah yeah do it that's right it's uh at underscore joshua turbo follow me fucko what do you think uh, I don't know. I think you're going to lose people with the nonsense or with, you know, by ditching the nonsense of the uh, most important underscore on all of the internet, you know, like, I think you might lose uh, them. You said it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll stick, I'll stick to what I know, which is basically nothing. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Laters.